Welcome to Pieces for My Puzzle. I'm your host, Nikki Ship, and I'm excited to be sharing with you my life with a son on the spectrum. This podcast is for anyone who is looking for quick tips and perspective, but most of all, for hope and inspiration. So sit back, relax, and let's put the pieces together. And welcome back to another episode of Pieces for My Puzzle. I am your puzzle master, Nikki. Thank you so much for joining us today. Last week, we talked about water safety for the whole family and how to stay safe around the pool, which led me into the topic for this week about safety and precautions for kids who wander and are nonverbal on the autism spectrum. So just to give you a little bit of background about Drayson, he is by nature not really a wanderer, but he does have a slight tendency. Uh, he doesn't usually go too far for us, from us, excuse me, but uh, he also doesn't speak all the time. And that has been especially concerning for our family because if something were to happen to Drayson, he wouldn't be able to verbally necessarily communicate what's going on with him, if he's hurt or not hurt, or if someone around him is hurt, he might not be able to communicate that. So if something happened to me or to another family member, um, I guess the biggest question that we've come across is how do we, how are people going to know that he's autistic? One of the shocking statistics, though, that I've read most recently is that 49% of kids on the spectrum are actually wanderers. And my husband is in law enforcement, and he can absolutely attest to this, where they've had calls for service of a child wandering down the street that is not communicating, that is not verbal, that's maybe gotten out of the house on Saturday morning because mom and dad are just sleeping in, but um, they know how to you know, undo the locks and get out of the house and wander, or wander around the neighborhood. So that's particularly scary for a lot of parents with kids on the spectrum because the tendency to wander is actually quite strong. I mean, half of the kid, half half of the population of the autism community are are probably leaning towards more of a wandering tendency. I'm going to give you guys a few quick tips today and uh, give you some resources of some people that I came across while researching some of some of this, and we've actually used some of these. I'm going to also post their information in the show notes so that you have it. So there's going to be quite a bit of information about these products that you can go to their websites and you can look it up and actually read more about them. But there's a lot of safety products and services out there actually that can be quite beneficial to you. Uh, the first one is what we call uh, what's called Alert Me Bands. This is a company called Alert Me Bands, and it's a wristband that communicates who to call when you can't, when you're either non, you can't speak, or you're hurt. And it's adjustable. It comes in a lot of fun colors. It's fully customizable to communicate with um, with medical professionals um, and first responders. You can have medical information on there, allergies, and any special needs that a child might have. You can list on, on this Alert Me band. And it's actually really great because um, we were actually looking at them the other day and letting Drayson pick out which one he wanted so that he can wear it. If it doesn't bother your child to wear something around their wrist, um, they're very soft. They look very soft and pliable. Um, then they can wear that. And so in the event of an emergency or something happens, this Alert Me band can give them that information. 
The next one is a seat belt buckle guard. So for those of you that might have some kiddos that like to undo the seat belt, because that's always fun, uh, especially when you're in the middle of driving down the road. <laughs> um, seat belt extend, excuse me, seat belt extenderpros.com. And again, I'll post this link in the show notes, but it keeps your kiddos from being able to undo their seatbelt, which is fantastic. Drayson may or may not have undone his seatbelt several times. <laughs> so the seatbelt buckle guard is actually great. You can also research on Amazon to see which ones they have, but this one um, talks a little bit more about specifically for special needs kids. Ice for autism and it's ICE, like I-C-E, for the, the number four, autism.com, iceforautism.com. It's the only autism-specific in case uh, of an emergency mobile app. And it's, there is a, a cost to it, it to purchase the app. It's $1.99. But it actually provides first responders and medical professionals with actionable information quickly. And it can do a, a full breakdown. It can list blood type medications, emergency contacts, allergies, insurance, their doctors, and even behavioral preferences on this app. And uh, this is something that we just started doing with Drayson was putting this app on our phones so that if something happens and we cannot give them that information, Drayson doesn't necessarily know all of this information, nor would he memorize it necessarily. So this is an app that's specifically on the phone that we can keep on the phone and, and somebody can get access to. Um, and again, that's called Ice for Autism. Totally worth $1.99. Uh, the next one is called Wallet Card. And the name of the uh, website is justdigit.org. And again, I will list this in the show notes, but it's a free tool for teenagers and adults with um, autism spectrum disorder. It allows them to communicate with law enforcement. And this is a really big deal because um, a lot of times something that's, that's happening very actively, uh, at least from what I've seen within law enforcement, is they're trying to learn more about kiddos on the autism spectrum um, and adults to understand the behaviors, to understand how to communicate better with them. And this is something that a lot of law enforcement are working even towards certification, working with the autism community so that they know how best to handle it. But this card gives them um, a way to communicate with law enforcement. So if they get pulled over or if they're wandering down the side of the road, a lot of times adults on the spectrum can answer questions, but they can't necessarily explain that they're autistic. So by handing them a card um, with their ID that explains that they're on the spectrum helps the officer there to then therefore understand that there might be some behaviors involved or that th it's opening up a different channel of communication in order to uh, make the situation stay as calm as possible. Um, they also have one for caregivers, too. So if you have a child that's not verbal or um, under the age of 18, uh, you can also have a caregiver carry one of those cards, too, to also use with, with law enforcement as well. Autism Speaks actually has a really great extended list of products and services to help with safety. And that's actually where I found a few of these that I've just mentioned previously. So... Um, 
you can, again, I'll put, put this in the show notes, but you can check Autism Speaks and it'll have a full breakdown of all of these with links that you can click on and, and research different things. Everybody's different. So what works for, for our family might not necessarily work for you. But the premise of letting you have this information is to know that there are options out there and you just need to do a little bit of research in order to find what the best type of safety precaution is best for you and your family. Another quick tip that I'm really going to advise is make sure that you have a safety plan. And again, Autism Speaks has a really great resource on their website about how to create a safety plan. You can also work with your care team if you have an in-home care team or even at school. You can talk to them a little bit about safety. Um, We work with our ABA, our HAB, and our respite providers to um, implement a lot of like safety type plans so that Drayson is aware of of what to do. And also Drayson's able to recite his address, his phone number. Um, He can say his mom's name, his dad's name. So it's important that that they understand or have this access to this information in case they need to relay relay it to somebody. Um, Another thing, another suggestion is consider working with your local law enforcement, your community, um, anybody in the community to help them understand autism spectrum disorder. Uh, Going to a community center, maybe and speaking to a group of people, um, talking with law enforcement um, to see if they have programs to help build more awareness. Um, All of those things are highly beneficial and will start to create momentum to keep our kids safe. One of the other things, too, that we also are working with Drayson right now is safety signs, him understanding um, understanding certain street signs um, like do not enter, do not walk, things like that. So that's actually a goal that we have written in at his school and at home where he's able to identify what those signs mean. So uh, we'll give him a visual cue of what the safety sign is, and he should be able to tell us what that sign means. And then we kind of have a little bit more of an expanded conversation so that we make sure that he understands that he's not supposed to be just be walking across the street without looking on both sides, or that sign means do not walk here or do not enter here. So having him understand those uh, street signs has also been highly beneficial to us too. At the end of every episode, we want to do a story highlight. So please email us at info at piecesformypuzzle.com if you have a fun or inspirational story that you'd like to share with us. And if we do pick your story as a way of us saying thank you to you, we will go ahead and send you a nice little gift back to you. And we'll also let you know when that, sh- when that, excuse me, that uh, story will be airing on our show. So I'm going to tell a quick story about Drayson, obviously uh, related into safety. Um, Just remember, I guess, uh, when you start implementing safety rules that you also have to follow the safety rules. (laughs) So um, I've gotten schooled a few times by Drayson on some of these safety rules. But um, on this day in particular, I was driving down the road and... um, I was, we came to a four-way stop and I was stopping at a stop sign and I, I am going to fully admit right now, this is what my husband won't be happy, but I did a rolling stop. I did not come to a complete stop. I was in a hurry and I did not come to a complete stop. And I remember Drayson looking at me and telling me, you didn't stop. (laughs) So I said, I, yes, I did. No, I 
you're right, I guess I didn't. So now that he's learning street signs and safety signs, I have to make sure I'm absolutely driving to the best of my ability without running a stop sign or a rolling stop or anything like that. Um, I'm a little bit afraid when he gets uh, older and starts learning about driving, if he's going to start criticizing me for my wide right-hand turns next, but hopefully not. <laughs> so if you have a story that you would like to share with us, please, again, email our show in at info at piecesformypuzzle.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. And also, just as a word of encouragement, please um, spread the word to others in the community that need help finding resources, need help uh, finding ideas on how to get the best services for their child. Please spread the word to our community so that we can help more people. Until next time, keep working on your puzzle. And remember, you don't have to have your puzzle all solved in a day. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye.